0: I'm Danny, And I'm D'Amika. And we're biracial unicorns. Mm, yes.
1: And it's 2019. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right, and this year we're going to be staying hydrated. And say no. We're going to be destroying subtext. And communicating our feelings. We're going to be having some good sex with people who deserve it. And drinking more tea. We're going to be spoiling ourselves. And smashing the patriarchy. Yes. Day one. All before noon.
0: Yep. (laughs) Done and done. New Year's resolved.
1: (laughs) Everything we could have ever wanted and more. (laughs) Yeah. So happy New Year, D'Amika. Happy New Year, boo. Boo. I can't believe we we made it. We made it to 2019. Do you feel as ancient as I do?
0: (laughs) I can't believe it's 2019. That's crazy.
1: I I feel constantly. Do you like when you have to put your birthday in online for things? Do you hate how far
0: further further (laughs) (laughs) in the
1: list? (laughs) I really, I feel really insulted. Like anytime I have to make an appointment. (laughs) They're very like, I need you to state your birthday. I'm like out loud. I think that's rude. Don't make me say it. You know I'm old.
0: I have no problem being old because I continually think that it's 1999. So I feel like I'm not very old. It was so long ago. 1999 was now Girl, 20
1: years ago. I know. I know. Every time I, I'm on the internet, the interwebs, they always say like, oh, this year, this movie is having its 20 year release. Or what was it? They had like the thong song is 50 years old or something ridiculous. Oh, and,
0: I know. And I, I teach college, right? So it's crazy to me now that I have students who were born in the 2000s in mm, college.
1: Mm. Girl, wash your mouth out. (laughs)
0: I know something that's also very crazy to me is I my first job out of college was teaching and Mm -hmm. I taught junior high and -hmm. now there's students who were in my classes then who have long long ago already graduated from college and are teaching and I'm like this is not (sighs) this is not the world I want to live in I mean it is the world I want to live in but Mm. it's it makes me feel old
1: girl rude Time is rude. <laughs> Time is rude. It's super rude. We're only in our 30s. We're not old. I, and you know what? I was actually just talking about someone This The thing... It's not aging. That's upsetting me. It's that people are aging better than me. And that's really what it is. <laughs> like my family is obsessed with American Ninja Warrior. It's like anytime my whole family can watch something that isn't a cartoon, I'm kind of for, and I like American Ninja Warrior because it's competitive against like yourself and everyone's cheering for each other and everyone's got like their cute little backstory. And my, my daughter wants to jump around and do obstacle courses. And they've got like some really, really badass athleticism going on. I'm like yeah do it that's so cool but but the, but but the thing with that is is that like they keep getting people who are older and old, like older competing and so they right. had like 45 year olds 50 year olds girl they had like a 60 year old on there and I'm realizing how well I am not aging and I don't like that being put in my face like <laughs> that I'm not aging very well
0: like yeah I have mixed feelings about that <laughs> I mean, part of me is like, oh, that person's 60 and look what they're doing. I'm not that old. I could be doing that. But I know that's a delusion because I will not be doing any of those things when I'm 60. (laughs)
1: Oh, Danny! I just want to savor that it's your first mixed feeling of the new year.
0: (laughs) First mixed (laughs) feeling. Oh my gosh, the first of many. How many will I have in just the next hour?
1: I can't wait. (laughs) No, it's a, seriously though, like there's like, you know, women who are in their 50s and 60s who are like in bodybuilding contests and it's just, you know, like 40 is the new 27 and I'm just like, (laughs) oh,
0: Yeah, see, that doesn't make me feel as old as the fact that I'm older than Lady Gaga. That makes me feel Wait, old. Wait,
1: what? How old is Lady Gaga? I,
0: I mean, she's not that much younger than us. I think she's like 32.
1: Well, I know when I'm getting myself for the new year, some face cream, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't. We're smashing the patriarchy fuck that that that. face cream (laughs) what girl it's for it's for me that's just so long as it's for you and it's not for the man
1: no 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 because i've got to keep looking at my face so i
0: mean but do you really you can just avoid mirrors it's fine
1: There's no way you can have this much hair and avoid mirrors, Danny. (laughs) You you know this. Anyone out there in the world know I have, like, a lot of hair. Like, it is braids out natural. There's just a lot of it.
0: (laughs) I mean, I just wear big glasses on my face. That seems to solve the problem.
1: Oh, man. That's what we're going to do. We should have put that 2019 is about solving... (laughs) Problems, problems. I've, that might, that might have to be a new segment of just like solving ridiculous problems. Oh,
0: I kind of love it
1: actually. Mm. <laughs> solving problems. I'm gonna solve the to problem solving-
0: of my wrinkly face by covering it with giant glasses.
1: <laughs> hmm. 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 Oh man. Also, I, I'm so excited for this one because we're gonna be doing a little bit of like a, a wrap up. We have collected questions over the that we've been answering throughout the year, and now. But We've had some questions that have not been nearly as, I guess, a complicated, for lack of a better word. They're a little bit more straightforward, right? Right.
0: We're not completely clearing the docket, but we're kind of just no. cleaning it up a little bit. We have some questions that, sure, we
1: could talk about for
0: like 40 minutes. Girl. We probably don't need to talk
1: about for 40 minutes. <laughs> Mm, That is so much truth. Because let me tell you, we could. It's a special skill that we we have acquired and we have forced upon you all. Uh, But yeah, we've got like a series of questions that we're going to be going through and spending attempting about five, six, so minutes on each of them. And yeah, I, I think it's one of those things that some of them are a little bit more straightforward. Some of them are not necessarily kind of an answer, but once again, like opinions and experiences. And so um, I'm excited for it. Are you, Danny? Yeah,
0: I, I'm excited to look at these questions to answer these questions I also really just love being a timekeeper so I'm excited about that aspect as well
1: you know you know how sometimes in episodes you're just like I think I've revealed too much
0: was that too much was that too much oh no this year is not going well
1: I'm not saying it's too much I'm I'm just saying it's like, ooh, that's it. It feels very intimate. Maybe that's Right. I, I love to imagine that
0: there's just somebody, like, updating my Wikipedia page right now.
1: <laughs> Enjoys timekeeping. I think my Wikipedia page is like, laughs at own jokes. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it is. It's just like... It's like Danica in like parentheses, like last name and then like other last name. And they're like, laughs oh, at that own joke. I love it. <laughs> All right. Are we All ready right. to answer some questions? Yeah. All right. Here we go. So the very first one I got very early on is like, do you wear me personally? Do you wear sunscreen? Hmm. Or or in this place, oh, they say sun cream. Sun cream. <laughs> oh. Yeah, they say sun. I know. I don't like that. But do you wear sun sun cream screen? I do or, or black people should. I mean, do you
0: Here's the thing about me is I should, but more often than not I don't. It's it's harder, mm. I think, because like I I don't really burn, but I know it's not it's not good for my skin anyway. Like
1: Girl, cancer doesn't care what race I know, at. I know.
0: It's hard cuz I try to be a little better. The moisturizer I put on my face has some SPF on it. So, at least there's that. Girl,
1: If it's anything under 30, it's useless. You know this.
0: I use a lot of my effort to remind my husband to put on sunscreen because he He, is is very fair skinned and he works outside. Whereas I work in an office, so I'm never outside, (laughs) which is why I am so pale, so medium
1: tone pale. But yes, yes, people of color do need to wear. We will say that we don't. And because the thing is, you're right. Like we don't, we don't burn as easily. I've only gotten close and like twice in in my life. And they were enough to make me be like, ooh, I need to stop messing around. But but we do. And I think some, a lot of people of color don't like wearing it, A, because we don't grow up with it. And B, it feels quite greasy on our skin. A lot of people, like I said, of color naturally have a little bit more of an oilier, um the texture or is that true
0: I have very oily skin but
1: I didn't know that that was yeah yeah people who technically like have like a little bit more more what was it um were gifted <laughs> melaninly yes <laughs> 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 will normally have it will tend to be like if you do like makeup artists will tend to be slightly oilier in in skin and so people don't like the feeling of it and then also like especially if you, if you have a deeper color um it will discolor you so they have their sp- been people who have been developing sunscreens for people specifically women of color so it is out there i'm, I'm talking to you women don't say it because it makes you look bad it washes you out or wipes you out that's no excuse people it's out there all right like i said cancer doesn't care what color you are go get your spf it's totally true it really, really it's is. true I say it because i care Put on your sunscreen, y'all. Stop. I mean, and I'm completely guilty because I was, when I was a, was a young woman once, I wouldn't put it on because I wouldn't burn. I would just tan, which I guess that should be like a sub-question like we do also tan. But the reason why this question seems hilarious and can be easily a throwaway question is because when you ask questions like this, you're kind of questioning the humanness. Of it all, and that's probably all I'm gonna really say mm-hmm. on the last. But when I hear questions like this, it's so easy to kind of be like, "Ha oh, ha ha! Yes, no, or you know, like I ain't burning." But w- what this is that you're, I'm a human being. I'm a human being with with skin, and when you say things like, "Well, they don't burn, or you don't burn easily," it's kind of chipping a little away at my humanity. It makes me feel. Uh, a little like Martian esque being like, no, I do burn because I'm a human being. I just, it will take a lot. Uh, it's not the same. And it, does that make sense? Like cancer will come for me because I have skin. And that and that's one of the weird kind of questions, like the, the, mm-hmm. the weird overarching feeling of questions like this. It can seem so incredibly hilarious and funny, but it's like a little tiny things like this can kind of just chip away at a person's humanity, but yeah, done. <laughs> so,
0: so D'Amica wears sunscreen. I don't, but I should. Yes. And probably everyone else should
1: too. You rude. Really... <laughs> That's our answer. Because mm-hmm, that ozone girl, she's getting thin. It's the only thing getting thin here is the ozone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 2019. You're so cruel. Um, we're starting good. All right.
0: All right. Uh, next question. Mm, yes. So, here's one that. I think you get more often than I do. Mm. So the question is,
1: can I touch your hair? No! no. I'm just kidding. Uh... You know, do you, you don't get it. You have such lovely long locks. Like, you always have beautiful long hair. You never, like, do you not get asked?
0: I do occasionally. And what I get that's the weird question sometimes is, like, people will ask if it's my real hair. Mm. Which I'm like, yes. I mean, I guess people do do, like, weaves and stuff. But I've never done anything like that. So it's always catches me off guard uh. when people ask if it's my real hair. I do tend to have pretty long hair. Right now, it's fairly short for me when we first met i had hair that was like long enough that i could sit on right now it's ridiculously Um, long and it's black and it's shiny and
1: it's whatever that's what i'm saying. i'm surprised people don't come with you like with a horse breast just trying to be like some fantasy
0: i think i got it more when i was a kid maybe i just don't pay attention enough Mm. to to notice people saying that I'm going to just go ahead and say that this is not an okay question to ask. If you're having to ask somebody if you can touch their hair, then you probably shouldn't be touching their hair. (laughs) There are a few people in my life whose hair I will touch. And (laughs) it's just because we are close enough as human beings Mm. that I can be in their personal space in that way.
1: You know, it's so weird because I've had such weird like revelations with this question because you're right. I do get asked I mean a lot, and you would think as I got older, it wouldn't be as much because you know you're a kid and it's cute. And you got curls or whatever. No, it's it's like the same. And I thought, oh, I once I start like you know doing protective styles and braids, same thing. No one's gonna want to touch my hair now. Also, also false. People kind of want to touch it more. So here's my thing about this. Right,
0: because people have never touched a braid.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I understand. And well, I think it's because it's like long and I'll normally do like ridiculous colors maybe. And the thing is, like I said, I have my, they're like, how much of that hair is yours? I'm like, well, all of it, <laughs> you just add braiding hair to it. And like I said, cause my actual hair in it will be quite a lot. So with this, I think when I was younger, I think it was one of those things that like you so desperately want to belong and you want to fit in. And it was like, you know, people would just touch it and I really wouldn't say a lot. Cause the thing is, if people actually ask the question, can I touch your hair? That was a nicety because people often won't just like reach for it. Yeah, that was yeah. my first day of high school. I remember like you're terrified, right? And like, like we we're both both younger for our age because of where our birthdays are. So we're like tiny and young and terrified. And of course, like in our minds, having seniors who are like 18 go to the same school as us is like it, it's really intimidating. And next thing I know, I'm like trying to find a class and I feel feel a hand on the back of my head. And I'm like, yeah, it's very terrifying. And someone like scrunching my curls and you hear like, Oh my gosh, you're so cute. Oh, and I'm just like, this is my first day of high school. And I just basically got violated. <laughs> and it was, do you know what I mean? And so it was one of those things that I wouldn't really say a lot. And then I got to the point where people, if they did ask, you know, it's like, Oh, sure. No problem. It's all good. Are, my thing is, like, you can smell it. It smells good. And now now it's gotten to the point where I'm like, no, just, just don't. You know what I mean? There's been songs, right. poetry. It's like a movement. It's like, don't. Don't touch my hair.
0: Okay, so high school is one thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, people should know better. This isn't really excusing the behavior of high schoolers. Mm-hmm. But, okay, people are a mess when they're teenagers. <laughs> so I can kind of understand high schoolers saying or doing that can understand how it actually could happen. Mm -hmm. But adults, why? Like what, what grown ass person thinks that it's okay to just touch somebody's hair or to ask if they could touch somebody's hair who they don't know?
1: Yeah, I've created like relationships and, and friendships with people to where it's like, I know they're not trying to, I'm not an animal that they want to pet. Because that's right. kind of what it feels like. Once again, it kind of goes back to that kind of chipping away at your humanity. I, for the most part, I really, I want to encourage people to love and find natural textures. Beautiful. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know no, I'm, I'm, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Totally for that. And the thing is, like, I know there's a curiosity. If you have never touched it or done anyone's hair, that is a thicker texture or curly texture. Do you know what I mean? Like, Uh, Kinkies or kinky curls, or yeah, I just feel
0: like people have a lot of opinions about textured hair that they have no right
1: to have, and so I think it's one of those things of like I have really I feel like I've kind of like not come full circle, but I actually uh, oh gosh, was it on Instagram, something like that, where there was like a line of uh, different women of different beautiful backgrounds, and they had signs saying, Yes, you may touch my hair, and Mm -hmm. there was something it was something about it that actually really it, it went straight to the heart of me because like I said I have been a bit like protective of it almost to the point of joking of just you, you can if you want to lose that hand or people who actually will you can see they'll go to grab it and they can tell the look on my face or you know what I mean it's one of those things that I have kind of I have myself have had mixed feelings and reactions to it but I saw that picture of all these women and been like yes you can and you can just see that there was like a barrier kind of broken down between people where people didn't feel hostile where they didn't feel kind of judged i don't think i could be that kind of person like i said right. because of my own experiences i think if you want to be my friend and kick it and kind of you know like yeah, let us have a friendship or ask me cuz they're like it's always like it's different than what they expect or but don't sit there i have had the experience where people have touched my hair and they've gone ew uh... they because of like they uh, don't expect, like yeah they've gone like like ew or oh or it's their reaction. So if I do actually let you touch my hair, I don't care what you think of it or what you thought it was going to feel like. Like it's been a privilege. You got to pet a unicorn. You enjoy it and go tell the world how lovely it was. You know <laughs> it's um it it's it's, it's it's I feel like this one is like can you touch my hair. No, but you can be my friend, and then maybe you can touch my hair. I will
0: say, we're pretty good friends, Damika. I've known you a long Mm -hmm. time. Yeah. I've known you... Don't do the math. Okay, I won't do the math, but I've known you a long time, and I I don't think I've ever touched your hair. (sighs) I mean, maybe I have.
1: I can't... I don't I know. I think we might have when we done in like a show. Yeah, maybe I'm like, like
0: I did your hair for a show or something. But.
1: Yeah, well, like we're in so close proximity that it's like it would be weird if you didn't. It was like because we're so like we're literally like we're all together all the time. Do you know? And when you're doing a show, it's really intense, and so it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me. But I think it's once again of like. That closeness, and it wasn't about like girls. I mean, apparently, I didn't have a lot of female friends. Apparently, women just want to braid each other. Yeah, first.
0: I guess that's a thing too. I mean, I didn't have a lot of female friends growing up, but I mean, I some I, I sometimes will like do my best friend's hair. I'll braid her hair yeah. sometimes but that's because she, she'll ask me to it's not like me mm-hmm. wanting to touch her hair in some sort of creepy way
1: yeah but maybe some people that's just their thing so maybe it's like can I touch your hair maybe I should be like can I touch yours right maybe that should be like uh, maybe I like, like that response like, you know, I think maybe that's what it is oh that, that is answer can I touch your hair can I touch yours yeah
0: I should should have asked my sister about this because I feel like she gets asked if people ask her if they
1: can touch her hair. She has luscious curls as well.
0: I mean, now that she wears it long these days, so it's not as Mm. curly um, because of the Mm. weight, but she has a lot of hair.
1: Girl, the weight of it all. But I do. I think I do like that. Like, can I touch your hair? Can I touch yours? I like it. All right. Next question. Mm. (laughs) So this was like, can I say the N word? If you don't know what the n word, I'm not. I I can't help you.
0: (laughs) No, I mean the answer is (laughs) no. Like I, I can, I can say that I believe the answer is no, but also my opinion doesn't matter on this question. So, what's your
1: thought, Mika? Oh, oh, Danny, oh, Danny, I, it's so even. So whether it ends in E-R or A. Um, I mean, but, but granted,
0: those have different connotations.
1: They totally do. They, they really do. And I actually, I really am a big firm believer in that. I think the English language itself is so limiting by our own doing um that we're we're kind of like like no it's a word it's one word it means the same no matter what and I believe like if you look at any of like our old languages we have just kind of just destroyed emphasis and you know do you know what I mean and you know probably better than I do like looking at a lot more languages and um contextual languages of the importance of that I am I do call really really close friends in context I just have been like like well that that's my nigga right there Cause we have been friends over half of our lives and he's black and I'm black and I feel okay with that. But just like for people who are saying like, I have, I have grown up in in this background and I feel very in touch with it and all my friends are black and yada, yada, yada. And you know what I mean? Or even, uh, yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. I have friends Mm -hmm. who use that word.
0: I do not. Who are not black, but are people of color and use the word amongst themselves. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Also, no, I have. I actually, I just had this recently, kind of pop up where I'm actually still trying to process and realizing, like, how how do I address this in a way that is uplifting um, to that person? Because I, I, here's the thing, I understand the context of it, and I think that's what's like, not the. Being mixed, I, I think it's one of those things of of course, I want to rectify and I want to go over there and I want to, like, you know, throat chop a person who uses the N word in any kind of context. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't care how tan you are, I don't care your background, I think of that nature. But it's kind of taking that breath and being like, what are you trying to convey by using that word amongst yourselves? Like, if you are a Latino, like I said, we have like Brazil and Portuguese here. You know what I mean? Like, if if you have that, well, what, what is that? Or, you know, uh, we had, um, I've I've heard some guys who are from um, East East, uh, East Indian guys who were saying it back and forth to each other who, you know, facially and uh, looks and appearance wise kind of mimic uh, a a black culture. And like, they're like, well, you know, that's how we get treated. So that's what we call each other. Like, "Mm, no, still, no, I, I'm a strong, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Um, I I just think that word has so much weight and it needs to be wielded properly. And uh, yeah, it's one of those things I have a really, really hard time with not explaining, but I get Mm. tired of justifying it of like, no, that's the thing I'm tired of. I'm not tired of, of, I don't think it's a very hard conversation to have. And that's why it's even actually on this quick fire list. It's a no. What I am tired of is having to ask, like answer this question and having to defend How I feel as a woman of color about the word and who can and who they're like, is that unfair? I'm sorry. I hate to tell you this. The world is actually unfair. And you'll hardly ever hear me say something as black as white as this. The world is unfair. And I'm sorry that out of all the beautiful languages we have, there are probably a very, very few you don't get to say. I'm sorry. A few words that are not, yeah. <laughs> not for everybody. Exactly. Exactly. I'm so, so sorry that in this world full of options and privilege and freedom, that there's just a few words in this language, I'd rather you not say, can you not? So that's why it's like, yeah, no. So it's actually funny because it actually, this one slips into our next question quite easily. It's like, can I say the N word even a bit? Right. In a well, song? based
0: off of what you said, it sounds like it's no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Well I, no? I, so here, I
1: <laughs>
0: Well
1: what do you think? I'm very curious.
0: I don't know what I think. I mean I think it's awkward to sing a song and censor yourself, but then I also I don't know, maybe it's it's not okay. I mean, it it's different, like, I think, if you're singing a song by yourself than when you're singing a song
1: around other people. Yeah, that's very, very true. Well, that's the thing. So, I, well, I think we get a lot of this because, like I said, in New Mexico, like, a lot of people listen to hip-hop. A lot of people, everybody from all races. It's kind of like just part yeah. kind of our, our culture. I don't know. A lot of people do. And like I said, I'm not saying hip-hop and rap are the only – forms of music that actually uses this word so
0: but I mean it's the most common it's like pretty common in hip-hop yeah
1: it's dominant and I think uh we had a past podcast where we talked like Kendrick Lamar well I think we talked about like one of his songs actually uses the n-word it's in the hook first of all I think it's in this song like over 20 Mm -hmm. odd something times and it's like so you know, he has a concert of people of all different races coming and of course at a concert you're going to be singing back to it right. what are the white people supposed to do You know, because I don't. Did we talk about that before in the episode, or did we talk about it off camera where he actually brought a white girl? I don't think it was in the
0: episode. I think it was just a conversation we had.
1: Yes, he brought a white girl who obviously was faded. Like this girl, solid gone. She is feeling herself, living her best life, and he brought her up on stage to sing one of the songs that, like I said, has the n word in like the the hook. It's there's no way. And she was like singing along with him, and of course she says it, and he like stops it. He goes, "I'm sorry, you're going to need to like." You're doing all right, but you're going to have to censor a part of a word. Right. Of course, she realized, you know, what she had done. And some people say that he did it on purpose. Like, he set her up to fail. You know, it was it was like, of course, it was a very controversial kind of move. And it really did spark up some questions about that as far as, like, art and censorship. Uh, yeah,
0: censorship. I, I mean, and um, I personally feel like in that situation, of course, she shouldn't say it. Like, I don't know.
1: But she sure did.
0: (laughs) And we should say that, like everything, the answers aren't cut and dry. I have a friend whose fiance is black and we had this conversation. I think it was on 4th of July. Uh, We were sitting around and she was like, wait, why can't you guys say the N word? You know, but she's actually saying it. And we're all like, no. Like this is not a thing that we could say, you know. And there were nope. you know plenty of us who were like Chicano in the room, but like we were like, nope, nope, <laughs> can't say that word.
1: Nope. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Nope. I not My my husband lies with me. He's made a child with me. And my my lovely, wonderful, loving husband. No. Also, no. And he's still waiting for his black card just because it takes a long time in the mail. There are words that are tied to a certain culture. Yeah, exactly. Because you, you, you within that one word, there's backstory and context without saying it. And I think that's what's really like, I said, when I use that word, you know, with, with my really, really close friend, it's not, it's so much more than the word. We're saying everything that comes along with it. Do you know what I mean? It's It's a silent history lesson within a word. And I think so here's the funny part with can I say it in a song? I love when people do ask because I'm like, why are you asking me? You know you've already said it. So it's like, does that make sense? Like people who ask me these questions, like, can I? I'm like, you're ridiculous. I know you say it when black people aren't around. And it's not to be cruel. Do you know what I'm saying? I know you have you you've sang it to yourself or with your other friends when no black people are around. And I think it's one of those things of what is your motivation? What do you do and what do you say when no other people, no other people of color are around? You say the word, I, I, I guess it's one of those things of like, if we're not around to hear it, I'd like to you to not still, because I think it all has to do with the intent of your heart. And really realizing the heaviness that comes along with the word. But why are you asking me? If you ask me, I'm going to go ahead and say there's a good, strong 75% chance you have already said it. <laughs> so it's, it's one of those things of I think you're asking mm. for permission to say it around people of color. And I'm not, not going to give it to you. And I'm sorry. Like I said, it's very, these are some, these are the reason why we have these questions. Cause like I said, I'm all about, okay, well, what's the background? What's the intent? These are very few questions of like, just, just don't. And if you are saying it and you don't want to be, you feel like it's being censored. I'm like, then, then do that. I, I go ahead. If you feel like you're being censored and pigeonholed, do that in front of people of color and we'll, we'll see how it turns out for you. But I did warn you. <laughs> that was supposed to be a, a
0: really quick question, <laughs> and we were a little long. No, it's cool, because um, I, I think this do. next question is actually okay. going to be <laughs> pretty short. The question is, do you date outside of yeah. your race? And obviously, <laughs> we are both married to white men. So, yes. And And if I were to limit myself to whatever yeah. my race is, that would be so so limiting. Where am I going to find somebody who is the same racial makeup
1: as me as a mixed race person? Girl, I know you would think it would actually open up like it'd be a buffet, but it's actually, you know, slimming. It's pickings. They're slim.
0: (laughs) Different people of color have different experiences with this. And I have plenty of friends who are married to people of their Mm -hmm. same race. But and that goes for white people, too. I feel like Uh, I know a lot of white people who are married to white people. I know a lot of Asians who are married to Asians. I know a lot of Latinos who are married to Latinos. Like, yeah. And that's fine, but that doesn't mean that, like, (laughs) I think it's only a problem when you're really limiting yourself to a certain race and you're calling it a type. That's the only problem I see. Yeah,
1: I do, because I've definitely had conversations where not like, you know, everyone's had a, a couple of drinks and been, been like, oh, so, you know, what kind of guy are you into? What's your type? I'm like, a black guy. So like, wow, that's not, it's not a type. I mean, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like, I hear OJ's single. Like, that's not a type. <laughs> um, but yeah, yep, Dot, you're, you're completely right. I, yeah, I do. I do. I did, you know, obviously, I'm, I'm married now. That, that's, we're. <laughs> We're we're monogamous, so let's just go ahead and put that out there. <laughs> but but before marriage, yes, I you know I did date outside my race, and like you hit the nail on the head. I think it was one of those I didn't want to close myself off to. We talked more about this in our podcast of mixed and married. Which if you want to have a little bit more of a extended conversation about that, go ahead. But yeah, that's sort short and sweet. Great. Next question.
0: Yeah, the question is, what should
1: I call you? So for you, do you prefer black?
0: You prefer African American? Mm, I
1: prefer Jamaica. <laughs> I'm a big fan. I'm a this. big fan of Jamaica too. <laughs> uh, no, uh, that one is. Um, I uh, people have to say like just one thing. I I always say yeah, I'm a a mixed race person or black because I feel so far removed from Africa that I feel like I know people who are actual African. That also lends
0: itself to weird hyper-correction. I always think about, it' this mm. was so long ago now, but my very first semester of college, mm. I took an art history class and we were looking at some very old art. I wish I knew exactly what it was now, but then someone in class was asking a question about it. So that African-American person in the corner and the teacher was like, the african because that person's actually from africa <laughs> this was before
1: america was yeah. america yeah yeah definitely and i mean like it's one of those i'm like what do i call you i'm like and once it's like in context like what would it matter in the specific unless you're taking a survey i'm like wait i thought we're just kicking it eating at ihop now we're taking a census like what yeah. does it does that make sense Is this so are you talking about how would you describe me to other people? Because you can just say she's super cute with a round booty and great hair. And that's how I would prefer to be described. But I I do understand. I do. People do ask.
0: Yeah, I get it a lot. And it's less race based and more ethnicity based because of the whole Mm. Hispanic, Latino, Latina, Latinx, Chicano, Chicana. Like which which do you prefer? It's a little complicated, I guess, but something to consider is for the most part, these are not terms that my people have chosen for themselves, right? These are like terms that have been put on us. So that's complicated. I will say that in New Mexico, there does Mm -hmm. tend to be a preference towards Hispanic, which is weird because anywhere else that you go, people don't really use Hispanic anymore. Yeah, it's it's like kind of people don't like it because it is a, a forced upon title. So, but there's also differences between... Latino, Chicano, Hispanic. And so I feel like I should address those. So Hispanic refers to any person of Spanish heritage or who speaks Spanish. So that could be anyone from Latin. Yeah, it could be Latin America. It could be the U.S. It could even be Spain. Spanish people would be considered Hispanic. Whereas Latino refers to people of Latin America, Latin American descent. So that could, in theory, include portuguese speaking brazilians but my understanding is a lot of them Mm -hmm. don't refer to themselves as latino and then of course the the difference between latino and latina is the gendered thing in spanish right so male versus female with male being the default which is where latinx comes from right the x is just Mm kind of opens it up and it kind of completely throws the gender binary out the window which is cool so i like latinx a lot for that reason i also think it's Mm. very weird that like i've never heard anyone say like latinx it's always latinx right so it's not it's like lost its (laughs) spanish pronunciation i don't yeah girl yeah we,
1: uh, that in itself can be a whole thing. Oh, episode, yeah. That's a whole honestly. thing.
0: But I would say of the three, I have a preference towards Chicano, Chicana. And I used to be really into writing it with the at sign at the end. So it's like an A mm-hmm. and an O. But I know that's like problematic with gender binary stuff. I've never seen like... Chican X or anything but there is like some interesting spellings with it with the X harkens back to the Native American roots because Chicano Mm. refers to Mexican American so it's a a much smaller net than the rest of them but what I like about the spelling with the X is it's not only the Spanish ancestry but also the indigenous history for us Mm -hmm. so I really like that it was also like a derogatory term at one point and then took it back and it has these very powerful ties to these these movements so i have a preference towards chicana for myself but i kind of i use latina quite often i very rarely say hispanic because i it kind of makes me cringe but most of my family says hispanic because that's the norm in new mexico
1: it really is. I didn't even realize how much it, like I reference to it because it is just like casting a very wide net. But thank yeah. you. But I mean, like,
0: more than any of those things, I guess I define myself as New Mexican, (laughs) Nuevo Mexicana, because I don't know. And my family is, I don't know if I've talked about this maybe in that preview episode, but my family's very strong ties to New Mexico, hundreds and hundreds of years they've been here. So, so, like, I have a very strong connection to New Mexico and think of myself very much as, like, Nuevo Mexicana, so...
1: I love it. But that question kind of like goes into the next question of what box do you check on for? Yeah. So is that, is that, do they actually, cause they have like the Hispanic. Yeah. So race. the thing is
0: Hispanic isn't a race. It's an ethnicity. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> so but they
0: still put it on there. Right but the census actually listed it as a separate question so there's like the race oh, question yeah. and then after the race question is the what's your ethnicity and then it's like hispanic non-hispanic like those are the only yeah. two options i don't i love it i don't know it's 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 weird and complicated because i think even a lot of fair skinned Hispanic people don't identify as white in the U.S. because of this weird history in in everything in this country. Even my my grandmother, who is very much like, we are Spanish, we are not Mexican, is always like, white people this, white people that. <laughs> like, like, clearly does not think of herself as a white person, but also in the next breath says how she's Spanish and not Mexican. So, I don't know. It's, it's a very strange thing. So it almost feels like that ethnicity box is just a way to placate people who don't know how to yeah, define yeah. their race because I feel like that that ethnic tie is so strong um, that people don't realize that it's like the difference between ethnicity and race. And I know race is like a social construct, but ethnicity, race, it's, it's complicated. I often will just check the mixed, (laughs) the one or more race box myself. Which is
1: fairly new. Yeah.
0: But when I was growing up, my mom actually told me that I should always check the Native American box, which is funny because that's not from my dad's side. It's not even from her side. So that's what I Mm. used to check when I was younger.
1: I would, before they would even have a box for mixed, I was always other. Hmm. I I always, like, I would write, I would either, if they had it to write it in, I would put, which is really, it's not funny, but I would say, like, I don't think I'm uncommonly mixed, really. I really have just grown up, and I do it for my daughter now, I'm like, we're we're other, because right. we are other, and, and that's okay, it's not, like, it's not a superiority thing, it's just one of those things of, they do have more options now, I think, especially, like I said, over here, of of what your your background is and, and what you know y- your mix and that's really great to see because like I said I don't think where it's not uncommon now but I do think growing up and you know um you know filling out stuff for colleges jobs which I still understand why for jobs but other I was always other so that's what I would either I'd either write it in or check yeah out.
0: I mean I think I would feel very awkward checking the white caucasian box even though that's part of my my racial background
1: i think that'd be hilarious if <laughs> you and you showed up. i think I, I definitely have been like yeah just showed up i'm not lying right
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know it would feel really really awkward but i mean i like the one or more race box personally
1: all right people out there who have anything to do with paperwork we need more boxes right Right? I'm sure the world thinks we need less, but <laughs> there are like so many damn boxes. If you want to create these
0: boxes that we have to be shoved into, at least give us a box that we feel kind of okay being
1: in. Yeah, I guess that's very, very true. But what are we going to do? Yeah. Tis just a box. Tis just another.
0: <laughs> do you feel that being mixed has benefits? That's our next question.
1: Uh <sighs> describe benefits like isn't that uh, define benefits
0: right i mean we're supposed to have better immune systems right isn't that a
1: thing seriously i know you <laughs> and I have, literally have been sick since fall i lies. know so many lies. oh uh, you know what i don't like benefit is is a weird like a turn of phrase like we don't have the power of flight um or anything of that nature or we can't see through speak all. for yourself
0: <laughs> I'm not going to reveal too much about myself on this podcast, but I will
1: say speak for yourself. I know. I know. Right. It's um, I, don't th- I don't think benefits the word. I know because of being mixed, we, we do talk about like the struggle or adversities or, you know, issues we have, but I do think an, an advantage that we, we do have is that we have a very interesting viewpoint and a very interesting life experience and and I think uh, to me that has benefited my life just being able to say hey this is I have a really um unique take on life and a very unique vision because like I said we often do talk about the, the 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 drawbacks and where we've kind of had some some setbacks and some bumps in the road of trying to figure it all out you know Uh, I don't don't
0: know. And this might be true for a lot of people of color generally, but I think in particular, people of mixed race tend to be really good at code switching. So being able to adapt the way that we speak or act in different situations because we're so used to being from a couple of different worlds as it were so i think that's a benefit
1: adaptability we're
0: adaptable and maybe it's because we don't quite fit in anywhere (laughs) we're able to more easily kind of fit in most anywhere
1: i don't know Mm, we're like adorable multi-tools i think yes and no i think i would like to replace the word benefit i think that's the thing where i'm having like a, a struggle with but i think it's like that should not hinge upon it. I do understand what the question is kind of asking. And it's, um. but I, I enjoy it. It's one of those things when you were younger and you kind of wish things were different. And as you get older, as most things you, you embrace it and you realize it's so much of, of who you are and you wouldn't change it and you wouldn't change your experience. And I'm really, I'm really thankful for the view I have because we get to do things like this and we get to and share and, and, um, Right, kind of bridge gaps in people's understanding of each other because you said of that of that code talking. It, it's a it's a line of communication. It's a lightsaber, and it, it's something I wouldn't trade for anything. People
0: are never quite sure what to make of me, which I hate sometimes, but I also kind of like because it's it's that same thing. People can't pigeonhole me as easily, so I think mm. in some ways I have more options. I don't know. Who doesn't love options? Oh God, too many options. I hate too many options. All
1: right, what's our next question?
0: What's the difference between saying racist or racism and racial bias?
1: Ooh, that is a really good one. It's actually funny because I feel like racial bias is like very relevant at the moment right now. Mm. I mean, it's always relevant, unfortunately. Yeah, that's true. I think. Well, I think just in, in lieu of like. a certain court cases and things of that oh, yeah. I feel like that is something. That's Certainly like- the
0: simplest difference between racist and racial bias is this idea of explicit prejudice versus implicit bias, right? Like racist mm. is consciously being a uh, prejudice, right? Like you're aware that you th- like, I think white people are better that is pretty explicit right but yeah implicit bias is kind of that unconscious like, knee-jerk prejudice that like, yeah and the you didn't even know you, you had. didn't even know you had <laughs> The thing is like everyone has implicit bias right Everybody oh has totally. it in some some form so yeah we're all guilty of this we totally are I mean I think that's the simplest way to describe the two I, I
1: think so too I would always, the way I would describe it would be, it's, it's conscious and subconscious. Yeah. Yeah. That, and, that, and that's the way when I describe it to people, I think I, and you, exactly how you said it, you said it so perfectly. And this, this is just something that you have not just grown up with, but this is something, this is a, a choice that you have made and that you are living in. It's your truth, for lack of a better word. And this is, like I said, this is like that subliminal, you are getting it, you are receiving it. It can be an experience. It could be, this is what I feel like a lot of children when they grow up to, it turns, it was a bias that then turned into a conviction. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, that's a great way to put it. It can't be the other way around. Yeah. A bias is what we talked about. Well, they were raised that way, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yes, they were given a bias. Yes, they were were told um, through culture or through stories or teachings. Of of different way uh, racial slants, but then they made this conscious decision to go forward. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, that 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 was there, and then that, that that's racism making that choice. Cool. Yeah, I would agree with that, and and I think there's this online.
0: I I want to say online quiz, but then that makes it sound like which Spice Girl are you, and that's not not the kind <laughs> of quiz I'm
1: talking what about. Are you? <laughs>
0: but there's this test that you can take online i can't remember which which college it's out of but it it tests your racial bias and also your oh. gender bias which is really really interesting cuz i it turned out i'm a little bit biased towards favoring people of color rather than white people mm-hmm. as inherently good but i think we all have these biases and and i think Me being too being woke the goal is to start to be aware of your biases so that you aren't making decisions based off of these subconscious things that are happening and instead you're taking a moment to be aware oh this is like my knee reaction and it is correct or it is incorrect and i'm going to make a decision a a conscious decision in this moment
1: i I think it is i think when Like I said, we we created a culture and an environment where we don't want our flaws and where we are weak to be put on blast. But I think that that is something that we need to really break. We're in 2019. I hate to tell you this. You got flaws and you have biases. You have gaps in your knowledge. You are ignorant about something. You know what I mean? You, no matter how many books and articles you read, we all, all still have a long way to go. And I think only when we acknowledge it, our biases that right. can we actually move forward. Yeah, just don't be lazy. Yeah, just don't. And be honest with yourself and realize that, like, yep, I do have a bias towards XYZ. I'm working on it. Because I can respect that. I can respect that immensely. been like, you know what? I, you know, what? I got some too. Let's call each other out in a way that is uplifting and encouraging, and go forward. And you
0: might have a strong, a good reason to be biased. Like mm-hmm. we're not saying, you yeah. know, like you may have had bad experiences, and that kind of colored Girl. perspective. We all do, and I think that kind of leads into our our final question a bit. So the question is: Don't mm-hmm. all lives matter? <sighs> uh... It pains me. It pains me. So so I
1: feel like...
0: I like that I statement. I
1: statement uh, confirming that that it's your feelings. It is my feelings. These are my feelings. I feel this question is a trap and a cop-out and really cold. I feel in light of trying to seem that you are for everyone and for peace and acceptance and you're one of those people who don't see color whatever I, I feel you have missed the point you have no
0: that's that's the heart of it is you have missed the point
1: the point yeah that that's what it is we can sit here and we both have lots of feelings (laughs) about about this but at the heart of it I feel like if you are asking this question and I have been asked this question and, and I do I get quite emotional because I'm like wow you have missed the entire point you are getting half of the story
0: I mean the answer is all lives do matter we care about all lives like everyone cares about all lives and by pointing out that black lives matter is not by any means dismissing all other lives you just you've completely missed the point if you think that is the case if you think you need to start throwing around white lives matter or the blue lives matter thing of the cops or like any of those other things like you are entirely missing the point We are not saying that those lives do not matter, but you have to have your head in the sand if you don't understand the issues that black people are facing in this society and how these murders, straight up murders are happening and people are just like brushing them under the rug right? They're just being brushed under the carpet, like they don't matter, like none of this matters. And then this body count just keeps going up and up and up. And that's what this is about. It's, it's shining light on that very issue. And it is not saying that other lives don't matter. But let's let's mm-hmm. talk about something that is a huge issue and needs to be addressed in a very straightforward way.
1: That's what it is. And, and I think that, that that's what's really as a person, you want validation as a person, which is funny because as a woman of color, I desire validation as well. We're not taking any we're not taking anything from you. And I feel like when we have any kind of momentum uh, of this, the same thing with, like, with the Me Too campaign, I'm like, we're not taking anything away from anybody. That That's the thing. We're not taking anything away from anybody. We're just asking for recognition we're asking to draw attention we're setting up a, a flag we're, we're in danger something is not right here that's what we're doing we're trying to draw an attention to you, you know black people being thrown into prison for crimes they did not commit I mean the the appeal rate right, of what's going on and in cases being um reopened and finding out that people are being wrongly convicted like I said people being murdered in the street uh, biases being, I mean, the we were just talking about racial biases. They're coming at you at such a stronger, faster, furious pace now more than ever. It's ridiculous. I don't even think we realize how much we are receiving our, our, our slant on on people of color. I I don't I don't think people's eyes are open to that. We're just trying to lift people up. Right. Trying Mm -hmm. to
0: shine light on this issue and lift people up. It is not by any means like pushing anybody else down. It is not costing anyone else anything by saying Black Lives Matter. Right. Like we're not saying Mm -hmm. that other lives are not as important we're just saying that this matters i don't understand why this is so hard for some people to grasp it is so offensive to say all lives matter it is so offensive because it is completely dismissive of the whole point the whole point of this issue right i, I don't know Ugh. Ugh. That's my response to that question.
1: It's just, ah. Oh. Yeah. And, and the, the reason why we are so incredibly passionate about this is just like, if you have ever been in a, here, I will answer this question is think about a time where you really have felt discriminated against. And I know some white people out there feel like I was the only white person I was oppressed, I was discriminated against. Okay, go there. Go there in your mind. If, if you have had that experience, go there and relish in that moment. And feel that, that moment where you felt less than a human. Just go, just have a moment. Go there. Are you there? It feels awful, isn't it? You were mistreated. Now think about feeling that way all the time. All the time. From the time that you were five years old and you were called a nigga when you were five. And think about that time when you were followed in the store for no reason. When people want to call something that you have done ghetto and they call you hood or spat at you. Think about being a little girl who all you want to do is play and you get beat up for being mixed. You're eight and these are grown people. And now you got pieces of your body that are forever broken. Patches of hair that will never grow back. Think about sitting next to somebody in the car and watching them get shot even though they were unarmed. Think about that. You hear these stories. I think what's happening is that we're becoming desensitized to it. Go there in your mind. This is a fear that we walk with every day. And we're screaming out, help. That, that, that's the thing. You, you're hearing we're trying to push somebody down. And what we're saying is SOS. Help. I uh, I Like I said, I'm not an over-emotional person. But... The reason why we get so upset when people throw this back at us—it's completely what Danny said. It is dismissive, and this is a movement that will continue to go. But don't, don't dismiss us.
0: It's also kind of narcissistic. It's making it about about you rather than really considering what what the movement is. And yes, all of this response is like pretty harsh to this question. I I feel like it warrants it because it's it's just like we said dismissive it's kind of narcissistic i Mm -hmm. yes so the answer is all lives do matter but this This is is. not what that's about that is not what this is about (laughs) yeah it is and i
1: yeah
0: this is about shining light on a particular set of issues facing black communities in the u.s that's
1: what this is about It's not about everyone's Mm -hmm. lives. Let's not be callous about this, guys. Uh, Seriously, like I said, I love I love making light and humor. You know, I may or may not have a T-shirt that says thick, thick thighs matters somewhere in my house. Seriously, I like I enjoy making things that are quite heavy, lighthearted. I think it's just the kind of person that I am. But when people sit here and stare at me and look at me in the face and say and say something, don't all lives matter it's one of those things where it really kind of judges of what you think of me as a person in my walk and in my journey. So yeah, I don't, I, I hope some of those like quick fire in quotation marks qu- questions kind of, but we answered a lot, Danny. We would take this much time we did. to talk about like eight questions. We question. covered, <laughs> I feel like we, we covered a lot of ground. So we cleared
0: a lot of stuff off of our docket. So I feel like if you have questions, now is a yeah. great time to send them yeah. to us. So please do. Before we get to all of our ending stuff, we need to kind of blow off some of that steam and talk about our happy. Oh, girl,
1: I I need it after after that last one. I was okay. I was <laughs> fine. I was fine to that last one, but I I love I love everyone. Well, I mean, most people, unless you're a jerk. But like, I, we're trying to just figure life out, aren't we? So we're just trying yeah. to figure it out. And I know, for the most part, for the most part, I really do believe people by asking questions like these. You mean no harm. You're not being malicious. You're just, we're all trying, aren't we? So, yeah, we do. We need some happy place. Where where have you been most happiest this time? How did you end 2018 going to 2019 with happiness?
0: (laughs) Well, this isn't really how I ended the year, but uh, something that has recently been bringing me a lot of joy, and this is perhaps a bit basic, Mm -hmm. um, is... Recently, you might not be aware of this because I think your Netflix offerings are a little mm. different than uh, our Netflix offerings here stateside. I love offerings. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> offerings. So recently, there have been several episodes of Jeopardy added <laughs> to Netflix, yes. and I will say I love Jeopardy. <laughs> like <laughs> I love. I love to both love and hate Alex Trebek with all my heart.
1: So iconic. And I
0: And I love that I only know like a small fraction of the answers to any given Jeopardy <laughs> quiz. But it, it's a lot of fun. I just enjoy watching it. And perhaps it's because for a, a long time I didn't have cable and I didn't really watch TV, but I would often perchance just be home Mm -hmm. when jeopardy was on so i'd like eat dinner and watch jeopardy before i ran off to my next thing so i just i like jeopardy and i've been watching jeopardy at home on netflix which is like the weirdest thing it's also very jarring with that time for commercial breaks and there's no commercial i'm not complaining but it's just it's weird I have this instinct: get up and go get a glass of water or something. But there's no break.
1: <laughs> we don't realize how much our lives were like built upon breaks. Because I totally know what you mean. Oh, I know. Like, I mean, I would never
0: sit there and watch commercials during the like commercial breaks. I'd always get up and go to the bathroom or get up and get a drink of water or a snack or you know something. So I have that instinct, but there's no time to do it. I mean, I guess I could pause and make time. But
1: no, it's not this. Why? Do you realize how short? Do you ever think, like as far like from a production standpoint, like my gosh, shows as far as like all the work they had to do to put in because it? it's a thirty minute show but with commercials, so these things like when right. you watch them on Netflix are just like rapid fire, like holy cow, yeah,
0: they're like twenty two minutes or something yeah. or twenty
1: one minutes, like all of that production for that each day. No, I'm the same way. Like I remember, like. Um, Mr. Alex Trebek and let's uh, say um, Wheel of Fortune—they're like staples in my house. It was like that's how you could tell time by what was on TV in my casa. Right. Um, I, I yeah, love that. Like
0: six o'clock, I think was yes,
1: uh... Queen. Don't don't ask that with trepidation. You know exactly. You know exactly what time that came on. <laughs> <laughs> that's like Saturday night in my house was like cops that came on. It would be two episodes of like six at seven, then seven o'clock would be um, America's Most Wanted. That's what Mm, it would be. Yeah, I
0: would watch America's Most Wanted
1: sometimes. You kind of have
0: to. Yeah. The biggest thing for me, though, was always X-Files on Sunday nights.
1: ( Rolex기�ling)
0: Uh, (laughs) No lie,
1: that is my ringtone on my phone. (laughs) Oh, Danny, if I needed any more reason to love you, if I just... Well, that's a whole conversation because we have to go into like the weirdness that is Mr. Duchovny, like the allure, but also like the distinct. It's a weird thing. It's a weird thing with Mr. Duchovny.
0: I I know. Uh, I I love David Duchovny, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, that's that's a whole other conversation. (laughs) Why don't you tell me about your non-David Duchovny related happy place?
1: (laughs) Is there such a thing? (laughs) <laughs> um, I just don't know if there is. He's, it's, it's so weird because it's like, I'm oh, such a good actor. Oh, it can be a little creepy. Anyway, dot, a whole other day. I actually, I was trying to like wrap up of all things that were making me happy. And, uh, oh, it's for me, it's really tough. I had quite a couple because I'm just like, oh, there's shows I'm really into. They're making me super happy. But I decided to go slightly elevated, but really not. I, my husband, he went to uh, Cambridge with a friend of his. And they, um, they found, like, a really great comic book store. And I used to read comics when I was a little bit younger. Um, but I just kind of, like, got in and out of it. Like, one of those things of like, oh, yeah, if I was there, I'd pick up one. But he got me a really good graphic novel. It's a Batman one. I'm a big Batman fan. It's called The White Knight. And I, I – <laughs> as a mom, you don't get any free time to yourself. So I'm like, oh, I've got books that I, like, half started. But I can finish a graphic novel. Even then, right? <laughs> it's it's a it's a lower commitment it time is. wise, and it gives me a feeling of like, yeah, I've accomplished something. I've read something. <laughs> I, Look at I, me reading a whole book. Yeah, I'm smart now. Uh, <laughs> but I was, but I'm a sucker for animation and color and texture and all that nerdum. But anyway, I finished a graphic novel, uh, and I was living my life for it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved, it loved it. Loved it. I loved the storyline. I love the characterization of it. Like I said, that they did multi-different color uh, cover art, and they put in the back, which I'm also a huge, massive sucker for. Um, I was just – I really was. I was nerding out about the whole thing. And so, yep.
0: Is Batman your favorite, then? Is Batman your
1: favorite uh, comic? He, he is. And I know that make me seem quite, quite basic, but I love all the alternate universes. Like, I do feel like DC is garbage on movies, but I do enjoy, like, their, their cartoon series and their comics because I enjoy their, their different – multi-universes i used to be quite like confused by it but i think when you're just like just go into it to just let it go um I really it's just like it.
0: such a complicated
1: world it and is. like there's there's so much to it mm-hmm. i really do if we want to talk about we we actually i don't feel like we t- we touch on how exactly how nerdy we both actually are in our different rights but i feel like in 2019 we have to add that on just like no no people need to understand we have a le- we have a level of nerdiness that they're not ready there, for. There is quite an elevated level of, <laughs> of yeah. nerdiness. So if you're having a really hard time, you need to go catch up on your graphic novels, and then have some intimate time with Alex Trebek right. with mustache, because without mustache is evil. But
0: I will say, it was an episode without mustache that I knew Final Jeopardy and I was very <laughs> excited
1: about. <laughs> they do so they do they do have it on on Netflix here cuz on all the americans were like i'm just letting you know you're not the only one a lot of people were really really excited about this They're like yay i can't wait to not know things <laughs> i wonder if it's
0: making me learn new things but then i i realize like it happens so fast i don't retain any of it but yeah.
1: I don't know. Some of them I want to like fact check now because I don't know. How far back do they go? Um, It's not all the
0: episodes. It's just tournament of champion episodes. So it's, Ooh, listen. yeah, listen, so it's listen. the best of the best.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I think it's just a few different seasons of it. The whole tournament.
1: I'll have to check that out for sure. All right.
0: 2019. I was going to ask you about your resolutions, but I, I think we kind of covered that at the beginning. I mean, those are those those are good resolutions to have.
1: I think it's true. I think yeah. thing I'm going to try to travel a little bit more. I mean, in, I don't know where I'm going to put that in my life and schedule, but travel, travel even right. more. I
0: always want to travel more. I like going places and I'm not like a very social person, but it seems like when I travel, I talk to more strangers than in my day to day life and I actually enjoy it. So probably travel. Travel's a good one to have. I always have kind of like a list of of goals. So I maybe will go back over my list from last year and revise and
1: I love I know. that you have to revise. Like you want to re- <laughs> like that's not people are just like, oh yeah, I didn't do it or I will or go back to it. But it's like I can imagine going back, highlighting, making notes, critiquing.
0: Yeah. Um, I have my list from last yeah. year, which was my goals for 2018, my one-year goals, my three-year goals, and then like my lifetime goals. So I have to go back and and look and see what 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 will become a one-year goal this year, and if there's any goals from last year I didn't quite make. I think there was one. I wanted to make miso last year and I didn't. But that's Ooh, easy enough. Like that, from scratch? Yeah, yeah. That's been like a goal for a couple of years, but like wow. you gotta start it in November and that's a busy yeah. time.
1: <laughs> so yeah, it really is. And honestly, you can't you can't mess with fermentation, girl. Like I've I've got like it's a delicate balance. It is,
0: it <laughs> is but it's it's gonna happen. 2019 might be the year I make some me. So I'll send you some if I make it.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: So I guess that's it. Welcome to 2019. Mm-hmm. Perhaps part of your resolution should be to review us on iTunes or wherever yes. you get your podcasts, because those reviews help boost our numbers and expose more people to our podcast. So mm-hmm. I'd really appreciate it. And of course, please, please, please share any questions or any topics that you would like us to cover uh, so that we don't feel like we're just yelling into the void, that we yeah. are engaging with you. So go ahead and you can shoot us those questions a number of ways. You can send us an email, biracialunicorns at gmail.com. You can f- follow us on Facebook or Instagram. We're at unicorns on both of those things. Yeah. So share your questions.
1: Yeah, we really do want to hear them, And we, like I said, we try to keep things very civil, respectful, and confidential. We won't put you on full-on blast, but uh, we, um, we desire them. Bring them on. Though if you are feeling like
0: you, you want to throw yourself out there, feel free to voice record your question
1: and send it to us. Ooh, I would love to see some faces. Mm, I do like that. Yeah, we don't always have to be anonymous.
0: our theme music is by the wonderful joseph scott and our artwork is by dolly pop art in our show notes we'll include links to their instagrams facebook's whatever so check them out support them because they support us and they are wonderful
1: they are all right anything else mika Oh, no just everyone just have a really uh great new year don't be a Scrooge I'm a Scrooge of New Year so don't be like me <laughs> be awesome enjoy it love it yes Live it.
0: yes <laughs> <laughs> all right happy new year y'all happy New year peace out